Triple M. Rush Hour. Hey guys, your favourite podcast is just seconds away, but what if you could listen to it without worrying about using data? Got an offer for you right now. Uh, if you go to ilovedata.com.au, you're going to get 50 gigs of data for only $59.95 a month. There's no contracts, there's no catches. It's ilovedata.com.au. Open that up on your browser now and let's get into the podcast. Tonight, our grand final review show. Kevin Walters is here to look back at Cronulla's win while some big names are left off the Kangaroo squad. An extraordinary story out of India with suggestions their governing body has no access to money and is cancelling internationals. Plus, the commentator who swore during the live call of the AFL Grand Final. Welcome to the Rush Hour. And he works for Triple M. Hello, Kevy. <laughs> How you going, Dan? Mate, I'm flying. How did you enjoy the uh, the game on Sunday? Oh, look, I loved it. It was a, such a great atmosphere. So many Sharks fans. Even before I got there pretty early, obviously, I had, had to do some work on the lower grades. And there were that many Sharks supporters and fans and jumpers and scarves and beanies. I thought, this is going to be a difficult afternoon for the Melbourne Storm because mm. we saw it the day before in the AFL, didn't we, with the, the swell of support for the Bulldogs, it just got them home and I, I was always thinking, well gee if the Sharks don't win today they're, they're never going to win one. It's so. amazing how often whatever happens in the AFL is mirrored by the NRL the day later. Yeah. 1977 they both had, I think it was their, well no it wasn't the AFL's, VFL's first draw but drawn grand final VFL, drawn grand final uh, New South Wales Rugby League yeah. uh, 89 the greatest grand finals possibly in either code Geelong Hawthorne and, and the game you played Canberra Balmain uh, and then we had this time the Western Bulldogs hadn't won in 60 something years the Cronulla Sharks had never won in 50 years it's unbelievable how, yeah. how often that does and there's other parallels as well but Kevy oh, I've got bad news for you What's happened, Dan? You, one of your great achievements might be in <laughs> jeopardy Oh, because this this has entered the iTunes Top 100. Now, I don't know what this means in terms of the Australian charts. I don't know what the iTunes rankings means. Up, up, up. <laughs> no, no, everyone knows the words of this song. <laughs> it's not a song with great depth, is it? No, it's not, but I'll tell you what's very it's catchy. catchy. It sure is. <laughs> oh, dear. And we heard it 20 times on Sunday night, and you know what? It didn't get old. No, uh, so what people are downloading it via uh, iTunes. I, I don't know how it works, but there. But you made, uh, you made. I know the Australian top forty with this song back in, in the early ninety two. Oh, that's burning my ears, Dan. <laughs> hey, hey, trying to lift the wind. But someone else is singing, Kev. You're you're just doing the hey hey. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was the great Alan Langer's voice and Kerrod Walters. We all. Uh, piled into a studio in Toowoomba, yeah. uh, if you'd call it a studio, it was more like a bathroom, <laughs> and um, we just put track layer after layer after layer. They must put fifteen layers down for us to combine our music and come up with that. So, <laughs> and what did it get up to on the Australian show? I think we were up to number twenty-seven. It was quite amazing because someone had sent a, a, a VCR in those days over to, on the Kangaroo tour. Yeah. Actually, it was the World Cup tour in '92, and they put it on on the video and away it went it was number 27 there was no film clip obviously because we couldn't afford one of those but they, they, they just hang had on, our faces up there you know it was quite funny really so when rage which is where you know most of us of that age would get our countdown from whenever yeah. you just had the rage theme and the song name and the the band name and no song you no knew, song yeah. you knew it was yeah. a naughty video it was madonna <laughs> or something you know something like yeah. hang on can we hear more of this have a listen oh, this part intrigues me it's quite the wind fell crown. hey here we go 
<laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, we're just talking about all the players just filling in time. That, like the brick with eyes and uh, cranky Mick Hancock. I think Terry Madison got a start. Alan, Ke- there's Stan Can there. So he virtually went through one to seventeen and just Brilliant. tipped a bit on them. You know. I bet Lazo hated brick with eyes. Uh, yeah. Well, he often got called. Uh, other things than, than that but uh, I actually had uh, had a coffee with Lazo today he's obviously former Melbourne Storm captain he was quite impressed by the grand final as well but he still loves Queen. Is he's, now, now that he's not in politics anymore is he going to come back to New South Wales or is he going to stick with you and, and the Maroons no he's pretty uh, pretty solid I mean he loves New South Wales he just uh, I think hey, he, he dumped them this year yeah, he'd, uh, he, I think he got taken the wrong. He's pretty disappointed the way that all came out, but he'd love to be still playing in that blues jumper, I can tell you that, Dean. All right, let's uh, take a song. We'll come back. We will talk properly about the game itself and the Kangaroo uh, squad with some big names left off and some new faces uh, there uh, named today. This is the Rush Hour on Triple M. Triple M congratulates 2016 NRL Premiers, the Cronulla Sharks. A lot of hard work's gone in and over the last two years at least. And, um, you know, it's a great club. It's a fantastic club and fantastic community. You know, all the people here and then all the people back in the Shire. It's not different than, um, you know, any other community, but, you know, football brings people together and I'm so proud of, you know, how everyone's come together this week. The Rush Hour. Triple M. Rush Hour. Ah, yes, Triple M. It is the Rush Hour getting a home on a... What's tonight? Tuesday. (laughs) All over the place, Kevin Walters. (laughs) Kevin in Brisbane, Dan in Sydney. Uh, All right, let's talk about the game. By the way, Cronulla has put out a statement in the last few minutes. Jack Bird wouldn't have been available to play for the Kangaroos, uh, regardless of being picked or not. Uh, Damaged ligaments in his elbow. Uh, Now, that was early in the game, and they're hoping he'll be fine for the start of 2017. So there you go. There's uh, Obviously, he's done himself some damage. It was obvious that he was hurt, and uh, he was one of the... He was one of the stars. Who would have been your Churchill medalist? Well, I think they got it pretty well right there with um, with Lewis. I thought Fafita was probably a big uh, game changer, that try that he scored. He had a strong game. Barber was good. Valentine Holmes was good. They didn't really have a bad play, the Sharks. They were all sort of pulling their weight and just played that, that team game that you need to win grand finals. The Storm had a couple of players who weren't quite at their best, and I, I guess that told in the end. But the first 40 minutes was all Cronulla, wasn't it? I mean... The Storm really got out of their half with a penalty or or an error or something from the Sharks. They gave them nothing. And I was interested before the game, Dan, when I saw an interview about Jack Bird, he said something about big games don't phase him. And I thought, gee, that's that's a pretty big statement to say from a 21-year-old. And the way he performed in that grand final was... Was outstanding, wasn't it? Really, I mean, he was on top of his game. It's, I guess, it's the new player coming through. Nothing too much phases them. They don't, they don't sort of worry about the occasion or what's in front of them. They just get out and play, and that's that's bloody exciting. You would think he's origin bound next year, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, we saw him this year at glimpses with it uh, coming off the bench and. Uh, in that game too at Suncorp, when he came on, yeah. he, he put a little little play on Jonathan Thurston and, and beat him hands down. Yeah. You know, so you'd expect him to be uh, a big player next now. year for the Blues. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, you could just lock him away as automatic. Uh, Cronk was a little off, but was that because mm. they found a way to nullify him? 
Well, I just think that uh, this, the Storm Fours didn't really get into that field position where he can be dynamic yeah. and, and play his stuff. And um, I came up with one little handling error, but there wasn't much in that. I, I just think the pressure, not so much the pressure, but the way that the uh, the Sharks forwards and their back back five brought the ball back, they just gave the Storm no field position. And when you're a halfback like that, it's it's very difficult to try and do something out of your own half all the time. You always feel like you've got a wall in front of you. And that would have been the case for, for Cooper Cronk. I was actually down in the Melbourne uh, change room after the game. I went down and saw Bellyache and a few of the players, and they were obviously bitterly disappointed, but they were very respectful of the Cronulla team and how, how good their performance was. And now, that, that, that is one of the talking points out of the game, how magnanimous Cam Smith was in particular. Now, I'm sure he would have thought before the game, OK, if we lose... I'm going to be the good guy here and I'm going to say the right yeah. things because I, let's not have bad blood at the end of this. He was magnificent at yeah, the end of the it, game. Yeah, it just rolled off his tongue like, you know. Um, and, I, yeah, that's the sort of person that Cameron is. I, I think a lot of pe- people, um, he got a bit bit of criticism too, I believe, on social media saying that uh, this and that. But I, I just think it was a, a very kind gesture for him and very humbling as well. That would be the last thing. And I've been up on that stage, Dan, and... and and, and losing grand finals, that's the last thing that would have come into my mind. I mean, you obviously want to thank your opposition and be respectful there, but for him to tell them to enjoy it and for the Cronulla fans and supporters, uh, having a thought for them was a very kind gesture. All right, this is the Rush Hour. Uh, reviewing the grand final, we'll have the AFL commentator who swore during the game coming up in a moment. Guys, thanks for listening to the podcast. We did mention at the start of the show that we've been handed an incredible deal from Ovo Mobile. So if you switch to Ovo Data Sim, you're going to get 50 gig for $59.95 on 4G. And this is going to change how you enjoy listening to music, video, sport, all the stuff you do on your mobile device with nothing more than a new sim. And get this just for you for listening right now. Ovo will give you the first month at half price. Let's do some math. Let's work that out. A whole month to enjoy 50 gig on 4G for just $29.95, then $59.95 after that. So there's no contract and OVO will instantly upgrade your plan to any better offers they release as part of their more for fans promise. And with 50 gig, you can afford to catch up with us more often. Open your browser now and get on at ilovedata.com.au. 50 gig for $59.95 on 4G and then half price for the first month. I love data.com.au. Now let's get back to the show. In about 15 minutes, we'll talk about this kangaroo squad and whether Kevy thinks Fafida and Rod Rogers should have been left out. But uh, some signing news may be surprising. Jamie Bura, 26 years old, good serviceman for Manly, played nine minutes of origin. He's off to Newcastle. And the Knights have offloaded Aquila Uate to Manly. So a virtual swap there. Uate's 28, played 10 games this year. Yeah, look, Dan, I think it's a great swap. for. I think both clubs are going to get a win-win here. Uate obviously had to get out of Newcastle. He's been there, what's he been there for seven or eight years now. So I think it's a, a good move for him, particularly with Manly, with their outside back stocks being depleted over the last couple of years. And, and Jamie, uh, um, uh, Steve Maddai rather, and, and Jamie Lyon both... Both lines retired, and I'm not sure on the future of Matai. So I think it's a it's a good move for Aquila, and also for Bureau to go to Newcastle. They've lost a, a couple mm. of back rows. Jeremy Smith retired. Robbie Rockhouse has gone to I think it's South Sydney. So well, good move there, smart move from both coaches. And I think Uato in particular needed to get out of Newcastle for his um, career to, to okay. get to another level. Yeah, but Kevin, he, could, he, he couldn't make their seventeen. 
No, he couldn't. But that was the opinion of uh, of Nathan Brown. Now, obviously, um, at Manly, they've got different thoughts around how they're going to play Uate. We saw how damaging he can be. He's played the, the guys played three or four origins, I'm sure. Yes, or a couple of series for New South Wales. He's played for Australia as well on the wing. So I think a change of clubs will reinvigorate. You know, his playing career, he's, the way the way he's been going this year. Not a lot of opportunity for him, obviously, and uh, a good move for both clubs, I reckon. And uh, you know, the thing that we don't know, we you know can only speculate on. It's not simply we'll give you Bure, you give us Uate. Uh, Manly Newcastle might be paying some of Uate's yeah. contract. Those sort of details you don't know. So we, the devil's in the detail there. But there you go. Uh, Saturday, what an afternoon that was. That was the more your traditional grand final where the teams were neck and neck for three quarters and then finally one team broke away. Uh, and that happened so often in our game too where, you know, it, it's close. And then once one team breaks free, they go right on with the job. This was the St. Uh, the St. Kilda, the Western Bulldogs' decisive goal. And the great Brian Taylor, who we've loved on this show for years, just lost his head a touch. <laughs> Buddy tackled by Morris. Goal! Dropping the ball. Boyd took the advantage and played on from inside the centre square. Boyd's kicked the goal. Boyd's kicked the goal from inside the centre. F***. Boyd has kicked the goal from inside the centre square. He's got the match. Can you believe that? Oh, there you go. Well... This explains itself, doesn't it? I mean, he just got so excited, obviously. I just love that he took a pause <laughs> and then said it. Uh, he didn't know what to say. <laughs> That's all that came out of his mouth. Oh, dear. This is the, not that we're condoning that here, the rush hour. The Triple M rush hour. Look at that beautiful sunshine outside, Kevy. Well, daylight Same saving. up here, Dan. Same up here, mate. Triple M. This is the rush hour as uh, we get you home on a Tuesday night. And uh, let's do this. Not just tiles and bathrooms. ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre. Your one-stop renovation shop. abltilecentre.com.au Right now, this is the Triple M Rush Hour. Live. Sports update. Now, away from the grand finals and the kangaroo squad, which we'll get to shortly, plenty happened over the weekend. In fact, there's something happening right now. Extraordinary developments in India. A newspaper report is claiming that New Zealand's current test tour is off because Indian cricket has run out of money. The suggestion is their accounts have been frozen following recommendations by a court-appointed panel that the Indian Cricket Board, the BCCI, needs to change its operations. And apparently the first checkpoint passed. The BCCI didn't listen to the local Supreme Court. So accounts have been frozen. Now, this is one newspaper report, so this is not official, uh, but there's been no denials that we can see at this stage. Uh... This is absurd. I I can't believe it, Dan. I mean, aren't they one of the the world's richest cricketing nations? Don't they just have that much money that they don't know? Like that EPL, the the IPL and all this. It's quite incredible. I'd be surprised if this story is correct. It's not April Fool's Day or anything, is it? I don't think... Maybe it is. Maybe it's Indian April Fool's Day. Hindu April Fool's (laughs) or something. (laughs) Surely it couldn't be right. Surely. Either that person, if they are correct, they're getting whatever the Walkley Award is, even if they're incorrect. They're going to lose their job. So what are they going to call the the tour off? They can't do that, surely. Well, they can't pay for anything. But but surely the the World Cricketing Body would step in and make sure that 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 finishes that tour. Like, I don't know. It's bizarre. You're 100% right. It's so bizarre. But I don't think too many governing bodies around the world would feel sorry for the BCCI because they basically... 
been a law under themselves for years. Yeah. Well, that's true. And stuck their middle finger up at the rest of cricket. Uh, if we get any updates in the next half hour, we'll, we'll let you know. The Wallabies kept the Springboks uh, trialless in the high veld, but they were kicked to death by Mornay Stain. 18-10 the final score. Just one match left in the rugby championship for the Wallabies. It's next week against Argentina at Twickenham. The Australian one-day side is sprinkled with second-string bowlers and... Quite frankly, South Africa's batsmen have made them look third rate. Be honest, have you ever heard of these names? Joe Many, Chris Tremaine, Dan Worrell. Paul, no. Ma- Paul Many, <laughs> he had the figures of none for 82 on debut. Apparently that's the worst ever by a one-day player. Uh, the Proteas lead the five-match series 2-0. Game three is on tomorrow. The Brisbane Lions have unveiled the highly regarded Chris Fagan as their new coach. He's 55 years old and was Hawthorne's football chief during their Uh, three-year premiership run. It's all heavyweight names at the top of the Premier League table. Man City still first, despite their loss to now second place Tottenham, Arsenal and Liverpool third and fourth, just two points off the top. We discussed this last week. You have a team, don't you? I do. Uh, Manchester United and Chelsea. I go for the big guns, mate. No, 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 no. no. That's right. Now I do. You can't pick one. You have to pick one or the other. Who's in front at the moment? I think Man U. Man U. Yeah, I'll take them, mate. That's a disgrace. (laughs) And it was a rare win for USA at Golf's Ride. The Cup, in the end, it turned out pretty decisive. 17 points to 11. Here's Masters winner, Englishman Danny Willett, describing his first Ryder Cup experience. With everything that happened earlier in the week and then um, the result today and your match today, how would you describe your overall first Ryder Cup experience? Shit. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, should have given us wearing warning. That's a sports update for ABL Tile and Bathroom Centre. This is the Rush Hour, Triple M. Triple M congratulates 2016 NRL Premiers, the Cronulla Sharks. Oh, my God, this is unbelievable. I thought it, I thought it had got away from me when, when they were coming back in that second half. They just don't lose points, and then I just winked it for Peter. I, I always play short to that big bloke close to the line, and, mate, what a play. What a player. But I can't wait to get back to Cronulla. This is <laughs> unbelievable. The Rush Hour. The Triple M. Rush Hour. Now, thank you to Twitter Trey, who has uh, sent through a piece from Crick Info, which clarifies things. Uh, the Loader Committee, now this is the the mob that is trying to clean up BCCI, has clarified that it has not asked for the BCCI's accounts to be frozen, but only for two specific payments from the board to its state associations to be stopped. Payments required for other routine affairs, such as organising cricket matches, can go on as they earlier did, the committee said. So the test match with New Zealand is going to continue. It's on. Soon. There we go. But it was exciting for the couple of minutes. Uh, that that story was uh, <laughs> legitimate. The Triple M Rush Hour. Triple M, it is the Rush Hour. And when we do sports updates, it's for the ABL Thailand Bathroom Centre. All right, Kev, these were the details or the, the headlines, really, of this kangaroo squad that will play a one-off test against the Kiwis in Perth uh, in the, the week after next. And then the Four Nations against New Zealand, England, Scotland. Corey Parker's career is done. He was overlooked, as was Paul Gallon. Andrew Fafita, Semi Rudd, Rudd are not considered, and we'll get to that in a second. The new faces, Shannon Boyd, Tyson Frizzell, uh, Matt Moylan, I think he's toured before, but he hasn't played a test, James Maloney, Jake Friend, Justin O'Neill, Val Holmes, Trent Merrin is there. He did play a test last year. So overall, what do you think? Oh, look, I think it's an extremely strong uh, squad that Mal's chosen there. Some good options for him around the versatility of the side as well. And... Um, I think he's got had a little bit of a look, you know, at what's coming up next year with the World Cup. Uh, and Mel Meninga has toured Great Britain 
on four occasions, and that's that's a record for him. So he knows what it's like to take 24 players away. And I think yeah. he's also had a bit of look at the personalities of some of the players, and he's making sure that they're all you know all want to come away and all want to do well for their for their country. I, I think it's a, a wonderful squad. Let's get to the Fafida and Rod Rogers situations. Fafida, well, here's Todd Greenberg. Well, that may not have been illegal. It was in poor taste in the extreme. Andrew was suspended for six weeks last year for abusing a junior match official and has been involved in other off-field incidents. I hope that Andrew will learn from this decision, deal with his off-field issues and return to the Australian team soon. So that is in reference to the support of the coward puncher, Kieran Loveridge. Yes. Here's Mal Meninga. Kangaroos jersey, green gold jersey, should be held in high, high esteem. Um, I believe all the players should be great role models, uh, not only on the field but off the field. And Sammy Rudraja was not considered because he has the domestic violence court case coming up. So the official reason wasn't that he's been charged because that's very dangerous territory if, you, if you're going to punish someone before yes. they've had their day in court. But it's the very fact that he has his day in court during this tour that they yeah. decided, you know what, he's got more important things to worry about, so we'll sit him out. Well, I couldn't agree more with what the the NRL and, and Mel Meninga ha, has done there. Certainly, that would be a, a huge distraction, particularly being in another country. And at the end of the day, I, and I think this is Mel's philosophy: playing for Australia is not a right. You know, it's something that has to be earned and and to be done correctly. And I think uh, he's trying to change the mentality of the green and gold jersey. And by doing what he's done, I think he's well. He, He's trying to do the right thing, but it could open up some some issues down the track. I'm not sure, but Mel's a pretty strong sort of person that way, and uh, I do feel for for Fida. He has uh, he was one of the best players in the grand final. He's been good for New South Wales this year, but I guess when you do some of the things that he's done, that, that's a bit questionable. And the same with uh, Semi Red Rudd would be a huge distraction, I believe, on the team when there are other options available to Mel to to put in the side. He did for Fida play, uh, Rudd Raja player, I should say. Uh, in the yeah. PM's eleven game, yeah. Now that was a bit of, bit of a weird one, wasn't it? But I, I guess uh, which may sh- show the hand a little bit from the NRL that they're not prepared to take him away given the the circumstances. Um, but the Australian Rugby League and the National Rugby League, I guess, have got to be applauded in, in some way for the stance that they have taken. It's a tough one mm. that they've taken. As long as they now continue along those lines, you know, um, with their line in the sand as far as behaviour goes. It seems uh, that the view of Mal is different from the previous coach, Tim Sheens. Tim Sheens, he wanted to preach loyalty. If you're loyal to me, I'll stay loyal to you. So it was very much that core would would make up that team for years. And now Mal's obviously decided, you know what, we're just going to go for the best people and the right people at a particular time. Well, he's still got uh, his core there, you know, through in a lot of ways, but he's also introducing some younger players, which he knows he's going to need next year. Now, um, you know, all sorts of things can happen between now and the World Cup, but the young players going on tour, there's some exciting young kids there. I feel that uh, James Tedesco can, a little bit unlucky not to make it. Wade Graham, Josh Maguire, I thought was a bit unlucky to miss out. Josh Jackson, who won the, the medal for the best New South Wales player. Corey Oates, another one. So there is still a host of players. Jack Bird would be one too, but we know he's been ruled out. Uh, Joey mm. Leilua. Uh, so there's a, a heap of talent coming through uh, underneath all these players. So they want to have a good tour uh, to set themselves up next year for the World Cup. All right, we've got a sports update coming up. We'll wrap it up. Uh, this is the Rush Hour on Triple M. <laughs> Triple M congratulates 2016 NRL Premiers, the Cronulla Sharks. You know what, fellas? As, as disappointing as tonight is and um, how ordinary we're all going to feel after this game when we get in the sheds, you know, I think we're all extremely happy for Cronulla and their fans. They've waited a long, long time for this Premiership and um, 
unfortunately we're the runners up this year but those guys uh yeah, you know, I'm pretty happy for uh, everyone down the Shire and all these guys here that have been waiting uh, a long, long time. The Rush Hour. The Triple M. Rush Hour. Sports Update. Uh, just a couple of headlines we didn't get to before. Still no interest from other AFL uh, clubs for all-time games leader Brent Harvey. That so looks like his career might be over. And FIFA president Gianni Infantino does not appear to be a supporter of an expanded 40-country World Cup. Kev, you know why? Because he wants 48 teams. Oh, 40, not enough for him. The, the suggestion is, one of the ideas on the table, they will, of course, go with the one that will make them the most money. Money. Is to take, is to have the 32-team format, but basically have, I gather, a whole bunch of teams play one knockout match. So we get from 48 to 32 in one match. So you clear some of the dead wood, and then you get to your best 32. That's yeah, the but- suggestion. Yeah, but surely there'd be a, a huge gap between the, the best team in the world and the 48th team in the world. Like, surely, Dan, the, the gap, the margin of, Kevin, of ability. That's making a lot of sense. That no, has no place here on this show or when it comes to FIFA decisions. <laughs> so I think added, would 17 would play 48 and 18 would play 47. Anyway, it's just one idea on the table, but okay. there we go. Uh, it'll be interesting. I mean, it'd be a fascinating start. It's, so you're basically playing, you know, a final for each team at the start and... You know what? I, I've turned around. It's not it's a bad got some idea. on you, hasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, just one quickly. Now let's get to uh, something far more serious. This is when we're on Channel Nine News in Sydney. It's a Danny Weidler report uh, with Paul Gallen. The other voice you'll hear is Mark Noakes. Gal apparently is talking about the low point, a uh, very low point for him a couple of seasons ago. Hey, you know, you know you, you've, been, you've been there for me personally. You know, hard. I've done it. Um, it's been a few people here. Mark, remember Mark Noakes? He probably saved me one night. Um, what do you mean by that? Oh, look, it was tough, tough, tough times, you know, those years. And, you know, I had a yeah, real... You had some bad thoughts. Yeah, we did. You know, it was, it was, it was hard. I don't want to go back there now, but... Mate, I had a special group of people around me who kept me sane and kept me going and um, can't thank them enough. Mark Noakes is the Sharks' head trainer. He featured in a tribute on Gallon's wrist during the Asada scandal. Noakes remembers the night he saved a mate. He was in a pretty bad way there at the height of the, obviously, the Asada um, scandal. And one night, I think he's, I've never seen the bloke so rock bottom. Like, he's a, you know, a confidence man, and but I've never seen him so low and sort of went around there and um, had to stay with him for quite some time. Well, I don't want to say what he said, but, you know, like, he, I've never seen the guy that low before. Well, there you go. Yeah. Quite the revelation. Well, I don't want to say, but what's been written in the papers, and that must have been a, an awful time for, for anyone involved. You know, the media just hounded and hounded, didn't they? And sure, what they did, they got found guilty in the end, but I don't know. What do you think, Dan? Well, you've got to walk a mile in their shoes, don't you, to know what they've been through. Yeah. Ima- imagine walking the streets, everyone thinks you're a drug cheat. Yeah, and they did plead guilty in the nice. end, obviously, but um, uh, no, it must have been a, a, a horrific time. Mm. So yeah. you know, I, you know, I don't know where you go from there. But if someone feels that low, then um, even the most ardent um, sort of uh, non-fans of someone would have to feel a sense of sympathy. I'm sure. Oh my, my word, yeah, Christ, what a, what a position to be in. I don't know how. Th- I don't know. I don't understand that side of the mind, mate. So. Mm. 
All right. Well, that's a rather dark note to end on, isn't it? But uh, yeah. uh, that was on Channel 9 News, by the way. Uh, we're just about done, Kevy. Yeah. What a great show again, Dan. Grand final, post-grand final think, week, always a lot of fun Well, too. We, we, learnt, we learnt many things. One of them was that you've got some tendencies, uh, Andrew John style, with your love <laughs> for Jimmy Bartell. Uh, no, well, I just go with my wife. who She picks out all the good toys. <laughs> See you, Kevy. See you later. We feel next. Triple M congratulates 2016 NRL Premiers, the Cronulla Sharks. Ten metres out. Hour. The Triple M. Rush Hour.